See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. All right, all right, and hey, 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 you're listening to Slow Robot A Go-Go, big show number 84. Who are we? Why are we? What are we? Well, my name's Mao. With me as always, Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. Okay, that's who we are. Why are we? We're here to triumph the forgotten and downtrodden B-movies of days of yesteryear. Uh, who, what... <laughs> uh, when we're doing it now, where we're doing it somewhere unknown, and why? Because we have a lot of time on our hands, and because we can, and because we can, we have mic- two turntables and a microphone. Wick, right. wick, wicky. Right. Okay, so you can find us at iTunes by looking up Slow Robot A Go Go. You can find us on Stitcher by looking up Slow Robot A Go Go. <laughs> There's a theme here. You can listen to us on SliceRadio.com.au by looking up Slow Robot A Go Go. You can go to a website that is. SlowRobotAgoGo.wordpress.com. And you can change your life by going on SlowRobotAgoGo. Yes, it will. It will change your life into this well-educated, well-rounded human being. All things movies. It will make you a better person, improve your pay scale, and get you chicks. All these are lies. You can also go to BunchOfDorks.com. There you'll find three buttons. One button is a now defunct but long-running show from from a couple years ago called Bunch of Dorks. That's just basically. Self-explanatory. Idiocy. Uh, then you can click on our button, which is Slow Robot A Go Go, which I've mentioned 25 times now. Or you could... There's one other one. What's that other mystery button? Oh, Dr. Morbius from Parts Oh, that comic book thing that's called Two Dimension, I think. Wow. Yeah. So you're saying under one umbrella you could get movies, comic books, and just general stupidity? And more. Well, I can't. <laughs> I want to click on that, those buttons all day long, don't yeah. you? Oh, God, yeah. Please do, everybody. Click your buttons. And have a friend click your buttons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else? What do you got else going online there? Oh, well, I got uh, Destination Nightmare, my blog, where I do comics and movie reviews and podcasting and uh, all sorts of stuff. Uh, pretty sure we'll have food recipes, I think. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be awesome. But uh, anyway, yeah. You're we'll like, oh, I need my new Destination Nightmare recipe yeah, of the I mean, day. We need some new Destination Nightmare cupcakes. How do you make those? Oh, well, let we me should, show you. That We should do a daily slow robot. Um, <laughs> yeah. And every, every recipe. Drinks, drinks. We'll show you how to make drinks. Yeah, every recipe you would have to add like, you know, like one item where it'd be like, oh, rusted bolts or oh, squirt of WD-40, hey, you know, like hey, for hey, robots. Hey, we, we, we need to make, we need to do this. We need to invent a drink, an alcoholic beverage called the Slow Robot. Oh, nice. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have the recipe for you next and week. And it would look like motor oil, but it would taste really good. Yeah, that's it. That's it, exactly. I'll start my experiments this, this tonight. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, why is he dead? Uh, he, he was trying to make a drink, and he it thought... He did it for you people yeah. out there. <laughs> yeah. Hope you appreciate it. Drink so this, up. So eight, show 84 might be my epitaph. It, so it so listen intently, because wow. This is yeah. going to be important. Yes. But at the top of the show, a bit of... I'm going to interject a little bit of seriousness. Uh, we want to send a very, very, very big thank you out to Nim. Um, and we encourage everyone to go to allthegoodsallthetime.blogspot.com. Um she wrote a very nice article about Slow Robot A Go Go and uh, and b- about the style of our podcast, and it gave us a lot of um, I don't want to say like love or like a lot of props. Yeah, it, yeah. It was actually kind of touching because, um, y- you know, I think the internet is basically a hive of villainy and scum, and <laughs> and of which to, we are no part yeah, of. And to read something you know that's written, she writes very well, and to talks about the stuff that we do and how you know how much it adds i was really kind of touched you know yeah me too i thought it was really really nice and special so, so. make sure that Thank you, you all much. uh at least go out there read her read her blog because there's a it's not just because of our uh review she has a lot of really good information a lot of really interesting neat stuff up there uh fresh content very well written which is another dying art in our world oh yeah you know and uh it's, so yeah please go see Please make sure you go. I'll try and put a link on there on our website, which I forget to do that all the time. I'm so yeah, we'll do it this time. I'm so scatterbrained, but it's called allthegoodsallthetime.blogspot.com. I'm fairly sure if you just type in all the goods all the time in, in 
the Google or the Bing or she whatever. She did an interview with you, didn't she, on there? <sighs> Maybe like a long time ago. Okay. But my research of alcoholic drinks has, has led me to forget that. Oh, well, <laughs> but still the slow robot coming soon to a... Yeah. Bar near you. <laughs> that would be so awesome. It was branded us. Like yeah, the, like the flaming mo. Remember that from the from Aerosmith was on the yeah. The yeah. The we need to get mo. like a we need to get like a shot glass with uh, King Don's logo on and have like a oh, merch merch man. Yeah, wow. Swag. I can see the merch uh, possibilities. Oh, they're, they're gonna be lining up across the block just waiting for that stuff. I don't think they're going to be. But at least we could use it. Yes. For uh. like uh, Nyquil. Shots like, or something that would be awesome. Actually, I'm thinking about getting um once I there a flu yeah. shot uh, once I get because we're working on a pretty uh pretty interesting video project that's gonna be uh almost like I'm hoping a weekly it's gonna show. be incredible. Your eyes will pop out of your head. Yes, your eye holes will be like oh my god the the insanity. But um I'm actually thinking about doing um getting some vinyl stickers not not the cheesy ones on Windows like like the real ones that look real nice. Yeah, like yeah, you know what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about like. Uh-huh. And uh, trying to get, I'm, I think I'm gonna get a box of stickers for uh, for the first listeners or the first people to write in for the show, and, and we'll uh, autograph them in blood. Oh, that'd be funny. Like, I don't know about the blood part, but I might do the autograph. The, like the kiss, you know, the kiss comic book that came out. Supposedly they had um, blood taken out, and they 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 put their blood into the ink that made. And the, if uh, I'm gonna believe anybody's marketing, <laughs> I'm gonna be believe. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I'm sure everything he says is right on the money. I mean, there's a picture in the comic book of them getting like their blood taken out, but I don't know. Yeah, that was that. for their passport to get into Canada yeah, that one yeah, weekend or whatever. Like, no, I think that was for, that was, might have been a VD test or something. I don't. Know. They're like, just use the shot for that. And say that's gonna be really creepy, dudes. And then, uh, anyway. Yeah. Oh my God. Kiss the ultimate marketing machine. Oh my God. Ever since when they day were like one. A, remember when they were like a group? Yeah, they back used to in play the, music. That was pretty wild. Back huh? in 1910 or something, <laughs> before they just became a, 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 a somebody that like owned like a a, toy. arena football leagues and, <laughs> yeah. and made like lunch boxes and and coffins, coffins and oh my god, and and I think condoms too. I actually liked Kiss uh, music. Yeah, I never got into it. Really? Kind of like uh, 1976 King Kong. <laughs> I oh. never really got into <laughs> it. Ding! Getting <laughs> King Don again. <laughs> for the for those not in the know, which is uh, everyone, yeah. uh, King Don listens loves to, this movie. He, he listens to the show a lot, and he, he first there was a heated argument about how good the 76 version was, and, and now we're gonna get into the kiss and, argument. No, no, and then we went into that, that part laid into King Kong would definitely beat Godzilla, and I'm like, I'm calling shenanigans. There's no way. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I, I mean, Godzilla is radioactive. He's gigantic, and he shoots lasers. I don't, I don't, I don't think. Uh, well, I think Kong has impenetrable skin. Well, listen, if the Japanese <laughs> army can't stop Godzilla, yeah, then, I know, I know, you know. I know, I know. And then Kong was basically killed by a couple of helicopters. A biplane, dude. Who I gets know. killed by a biplane? That's Godzilla like a, wouldn't be killed by a biplane. So I, may crop, cha- I may be changing my mind. <laughs> that's a crop duster, bro. He just, he just went by and got some crop dusting in I'm his eyes you, and he I'm fell off. I may be changing my mind now. I don't Let's know. See? Think about it, won't you all? Thank you. That means, you, right. that means you, Don. <laughs> I'm gonna have he's Monday morning. He's gonna be at my desk, you know. I, I, yeah, yeah, with his finger. <laughs> I've got five reasons. <laughs> I've got ten reasons now. Hold on, my toes. Damn it, he's thought about this way longer than I have. <laughs> All right, we love we oh, love the yeah, king, dude. He's great. So you got are, is your podcast going to the? Uh, there's a big convention this weekend. The comic. No, convention? we're not going to the convention for because we don't have any enough money this weekend. So. Oh, I know. Are you gonna go? Yeah, no, I'm not going. No? no, there's a Tampa Con this yeah, week. Yeah, there's a Tampa Con. Supposedly, from all the people that are going from work, uh, as the, some of some of the people at work are characters, like like the 501, yeah, yeah, first yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So they're they're going, and I guess the one last year was so overcrowded they shut it down or something. Yeah, they had the they had the two girls from uh, uh, Walking Dead, and it and it is. I went to one once. Were you is, there? No, but oh. I had been to one before, and it was a small hall. And apparently they they were so overcrowded that they wouldn't let people in, and they ca- and they threatened to call the fire marshal. So now they went to the Tampa Convention Center. They won't they won't fill that. That's I mean they might fill it, but I mean they won't overcrowd that. That's you know gigantic. the problem is it's twenty bucks to get in, dude. Oh, oh really? yeah, twenty bucks to get in. Yeah. You know that's where they always get you because I always like there was there used to be this yeah. hot there used to be this chili pepper one that they charge you five bucks for, and I'm like well five bucks basically all. You know, if I took that to a farmer's market, I'd get all the peppers I need. Sure. But they, but they do that at gun shows. Now, 
I've grown up around guns. I've competition shooter for a few years, you know, stuff like that. Not like Olympic, you know, just like whatever, dumb stuff. And um, you have to pay to get in. And I'm like, well, right off the bat, if you're not a serious buyer, like I'm not in the market for any guns, but I, me and my pops like to go just because you go and look at crazy stuff. <laughs> you know, hey, look, a battle tank. That's cool, you know, or whatever is like laying around. But if you're not going there for a reason, you've just basically thrown away 15 bucks. Yeah, sure. And that's going to push you out of the savings you would have got anyway. Exactly you know, right. You know, it's very uh, it's very hard. Well, that's the thing. If you're if you're already out 25, you expect to get like real good deals to make it worthwhile. But you don't. Some people do, some people don't. You know, you got to yeah. really look around a lot and there's a lot of walking in those things. So, I think the people the the dealer should realize that. Like I went to one in Ocala. It was 15 bucks to get in. Mm. There was a good amount of deals, but there wasn't a lot. But some of these guys were like way not I wouldn't say overpriced, but they were going down to the you know, like at most expensive price po- possible or whatever. But I found some good deals from other guys. So when you when you get when you're a dealer at these conventions and you know that somebody's paying bucks to get in, like twenty, yeah. twenty five, fifteen, you gotta lower your prices, man. It's pretty tough. I, the only time I really got any deals, and this was very odd, um, I've I've done mar- I've done like martial arts weapons stuff my whole life. But I've also there was a time when I was going regularly to the dojo and I was getting my black belt. I happened upon a uh, like a karate or martial arts convention. I didn't even know it was there. I was driving to the home from the Clearwater Beach, and it, and I, it was like in this thing. And I saw people unloading. I was like, huh. And it was like the last hour of day three of this convention or whatever. And I just basically walked up, and there was guys loading. I was like, oh, how much? And they're like, I just, you know, you can buy. I bought like a whole bunch of weapons for like nothing. You know what wow. I mean? Because he didn't want to put them back in his truck. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I got like all the. I brought them like. A bunch of weapons. I, I think I gave him 15 bucks. Like, what I had in my wallet bought hundreds of dollars. What, you got, like, swords and stuff like that? No, not swords. Like, uh, uh, competition bows. Okay. And then, uh, you know, like, the the staff. I got two of those. I got some pads. And I got a... I don't think... Nothing throwing. I didn't get any throwing knives from there. I got something else. I want to... Maybe nunchucks or something. Because huh. um, I use all that crap. I know how to use all that stuff. But it's it was a, kind of a hobby thing. But I couldn't believe it. But that's the only time, like, if you get them when they're trying to pack up, and they're like, "Look, just wh- yeah, what, whatever." You know, that, they that's don't why. Wanna... That's why when we go to a MegaCon, we go on Sunday because it's the last day. They want to get, they want to get, get rid, rid of, of stuff. This crap, and you, know? you see on the boxes, they started out selling every graphic novel ten, then fifteen or ten. I mean, fifteen, ten, and then today five. You know, let's get <laughs> today's it out like, of here. what do you have in your wallet? What are you willing to give me to make this go away? Oh, the best was one time we went there and like. We found some, and King Don's sitting there. He goes, yeah, I'll get these. And all of a sudden, King Don pulls out, like, about 51s, and the dude made a face, like, oh, no, you're going to make me count them. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> well, you know what, dude? It's fucking money. Yeah. Count the damn thing and don't whine about it. Yeah, know? exactly. Very interesting. That's pretty That's pretty crazy. It is. I and and I remember, like, about two or three years ago, not even three, two years ago, going to one over at the Honeywell Center over there, and it was put on by another comic shop, and it was five bucks to get in. Yeah. I mean, that's greatness. And then all of a sudden, the prices in the last two years have gone from five, ten, fifteen, God. and now twenty. But what the, the deal is is they're bringing Hollywood now in there. Uh. You know, they're bringing the the they're bringing Tyrese and Maggie from Walking Dead, and they're probably bringing other actors too. And they got to pay these guys money, so they got to, yeah, and then they got to pay a big haul too, because they can't now. They can't stick them in the little like a hotel, uh, you know, uh, the whatever their convention. Thing. Yeah. They got to go to a big convention, so it's all cost money and um, bummer. God, I I can't imagine like uh, I was at a record store, a record convention. Uh, a guy at our work. Are those like three bucks? <laughs> yeah, they're cheap to get in, but the like, can you imagine being a vendor? Records are so heavy. Yeah. Oh my God, I would never do that. Like, you, like you throwing yeah. your back out, just moving this crap around. You know, you're like whatever. All right, enough of this shenanigans. What time, uh, wacky shenanigans, as was highlighted <laughs> in, the, in our article? What have you watched this week, Doctor Morbius? Dude, I don't know if I, I don't know, I don't think I watched anything of any note this week. But I'm wondering, are you gonna have to, rec- uh, you know, see if you remember if we talked about this from uh, the last, uh, our very special show from last week that we did with uh, the uh, Mr. Kirby. Uh huh. Did I talk about? Did we talk about the documentary that we watched, the Harry Nielsen yeah, we did, and yeah, the yeah. Beatles one? Did we talk about that one too? The yes. Beatles documentary. Oh no, not the Beatles one. You talked about the 
The Nielsen. The Nielsen guy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I can talk about the Beatle one because we did. It's a pretty interesting uh, thing, kind of lighthearted, called Beatle Stories. And may, I may have talked about it in the past. I'm not sure. But the basic mm-hmm. concept of it was uh, this guy went around all, the, all over the country and the world, actually. He was... He's some. He's not a famous guy, but he was in the music business. I think he wrote some songs or whatever, and interviewing famous people and not famous people about in, in any way in the past or you know they met any of the Beatles or whatever. So like you'll get like uh, uh, Graham Nash from Crosby, Stills and Nash talking about how he went to a party. He went to the taping of All You Need Is Love, and it was an incredible day, and everybody was there. And then you'll get some other woman that, that was, uh, it was this one lady who was, uh, I think it was three of them, and they used to hang out at Apple Studios all the time. And the Beatles would come in and out or whatever, and apparently since they were there so long, George Harrison actually wrote a song about them called Apple Scruffs, and he actually invited them in, and said, "Look, I wrote this song about you," and they, you know, and it was like, and they took pictures with them and all that. That's so wild. you're getting like every aspect of it, famous, famous not, not famous. Yeah, that's really. And awesome. it's it's a, it's not. It, I wouldn't say it's in, it's incredibly insightful, yeah. but it's nice. It's fun. It's it's good stuff, and it's on Netflix. So uh, I like that. I like when they actually have like kind of. No, I don't want to say common, but regular people, just regular people talking about. Yeah, it. regular. There people. was an inter- there was an Oz- I I like I like Ozzy a lot. There was an Ozzy interview where he was talking about. He was trying to stay sober and the reasons why. And he was like, yeah, you know, I'd be, people would come up to me and be like, hey, Ozzy. And he couldn't remember who they were. And he's like, you spend a month on my couch or like you stayed with me for a week at <laughs> my house. And he's like, I have no recollection of this whatsoever, you know. Oh, my God. So, and he was kind of talking about like, stay sober, kids. You know? <laughs> oh, I did watch another documentary. And now I, I can talk about this. Uh-oh. I, oh, we got more Slow to talk about. Slow documentary, a go-go. Yeah, uh, I watched this in two parts because I, I think I, I kind of dozed off in the first part. Not because it was boring, because it's actually very good. It's because it was late at night and I fell asleep. Yeah. It's a documentary that Dave Grohl did. It's real interesting. It's called Sound City. And it's basically about this studio in California called Sound City, which has, which I didn't know this, and it was this is the interesting part. They had a mixing board that was one of the few made by this British guy. And it wasn't like a mixing board... That was like a generic one. He specifically he speci- he specifically made these, and they have more controls and more. Uh, I think he has more controls over the whole thing. Oh. And the deal was is like they shipped it over back in the 70s over there for like a hundred thousand dollars or whatever. And it's one of the few that there was in the United States. And like rumors was made there. Um, some of the what, what are the other one? Nirvana, uh, Teen Spirit. Uh, you know uh, what's the what's Kurt the, Cobain. Kirk of the the first the the famous Nirvana album or whatever. Nevermind. Nevermind yeah. was made there. Uh, Damn the torpedoes. Uh, uh, after wow. the gold rush, tons of albums were made there. But then they tore down the studio because it was basically like like in a semi derelict area of town, and it was this rinky dink little thing. But it had this amazing mixing board, and it had apparently had one of the greatest drum sounds of all time there. Wow. So like a lot of bands would go there. Like they had Rick Rubin, one of the people uh, interviewed. He said. Yeah, you can you can record guitars and all that everywhere, but to get a good drum sound is very rare. And this place had it, you know. And I mean, they had everybody on there. Ends up were when they before they tore the place down, Grohl bought the mixing board, and now he has it in his studio. Wow. And and I mean, and at the end, he's recording with McCartney. So that's how this yeah, thing ends or whatever. Nice. So I saw this on VH1 Classic, but it's out on DVD. It's pretty damn good, actually. The amount of people that are on this thing is pretty amazing, from, like, Stevie Nicks to McCartney to the drummer for uh, uh, Rage Against the Machine to, like, Tom Petty. What was that weird What was that weird instrument that... Um, I think I saw the documentary and talked about it on air, and you even saw it, too. It's like they, they made a couple of them, and then they destroyed them. That, that where it's a... Theremin? No, it's like a tape machine inside of a... It's some weird... Mellotron? Yeah, yeah. I, I saw a documentary oh, yeah, about the Mellotron, yeah. and they were talking about how they... I know there's one so about rare I, I know there's one about the move, but yeah, the Mellotron has tapes inside. Yeah. And the Beatles, the the Strawberry the, Fields... That's right, that's right, because they were like, where and is And the King Crimson and all and, that stuff. That and they're harder to find, but people are now are starting to appreciate yeah, them. because they sound natural. They have a weird natural sound to it. Yeah. I mean, when you listen to a synth, it kind of has a harder, harsher sound, but these things have a softer... 
kind of weirdly passed. That's right, because the, the, the one group that's traveling with him said, yeah, he had three to keep one working or whatever. They were so finicky and. Well, well, nowadays they just take the 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 sounds. They just record the sounds from the the, the mellotron and then they sample them into their computer. Right, right. But to have the mellotron, it probably gives it a little bit of a cooler, yeah. more original sound. Some of that old wacky stuff, like that mixing board you're talking about, the mellotrons and stuff. That's it's almost like you can't believe it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I guaranteed, at one point in in the world. Jack White's gonna own that one mixing board. Like he's, you know, he'll buy it. It'll be at Third Man Records for his stuff. Well, whatever, well I don't know because you know. Grohl's recording on it. He's got a, he's got tons of money, Dave. Grohl. No, that's true. But yeah. there are other mixing boards. I'm sure Jack White will buy another one because it wasn't just the one. <laughs> like, yeah. But this guy was making them, I think, in England, and they had to be shipped over to the United yeah. States. And the guy's still alive who made it. I forgot what the name of it was, but it's a very yeah. and it's only 24 tracks, but. Obviously, with Pro Tools and the computer, you can take those 24 tracks make you and want. make whatever you want. But the but the the levels that this thing had on it for all yeah. the instruments seemed to me like it was more than just a regular mix. I like board. how some of them you, you walk in there, there's just like this ocean of buttons. I'm like, I know. I understand. Like I, we have a mixing board here. It's a Mackie. It's a decent one. But, but well, sometimes I, sometimes I look at that and I'm like, oh my god, what what. My ears aren't that good. I could never do that job. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You know, oh, whatever. So, whatever. So, what else do you watch? That's that it. it? That's, That's it? it? That's All it. right. I only have two items this week. Uh, I watched Jesse James Blacksmith. Now, this is a... I kind of have a... He's another one, like, just like... There's a couple people that I find them intriguing and interesting, but I know in my heart that they're probably horrible people. And like I have a love hate for Jesse James. I, I admire some of the work he does on it and he does have a very um Is that the guy that was married to Sandra Bullock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well he well, he just like he was a Harley guy. You know, he made he made choppers, he makes okay. he makes things with his hands, he makes very incredible motorcycles and now he does hot rods and stuff like that and he's a cool guy. And I and I get where he's coming from because 'cause I've been around like hot rods my whole life or hot you know, that type that, that lifestyle. But I can tell he's kind of probably a real prick, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's a love-hate thing. But anyway, in this documentary, he, um, of course, I, I talk about it a lot. I, I do blacksmithing with my dad at the local Heritage Village, where we, where we're actually using the coke fires and hammering stuff out and giving them to kids and stuff. But so he went to Israel to learn how to be a blacksmith from like the the best guy in the world or one of the best guys in the world, and now he came back and in his shop he put. Um, he he set up his own blacksmithing shop, so now he sometimes he'll blacksmith a part of a motorcycle, mm. which is cool. That and that's part of the thing where I say I admire him. I mean, he's a he just he has this very unique way of looking at stuff, and it's kind of cool, you know. All right. Um, but the very one of the really interesting things was this documentary was shot when that happened. Like oh. when that Sandra, when he became like the devil, oh, you know, because everyone, yeah, when everyone, everyone loved Sandra yeah, from America's Sweetheart. Yeah. What's her name? Sandra Bullock. Sandra yeah. Bullock. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they basically they had him working on this very weird, unique engine, a water-cooled race engine from the 30s that he was trying to put into a motorcycle, and then it just kind of goes three weeks later, like you know that that fade to black documentary thing that they always do, and he said, well, you know, basically I've been vilified. Um, personal things in my life have come up and now I'm I'm basically a, a tabloid villain um, you know I'm fodder for everyone and they kind of go through it and he, he's just and his friends who are his friends just rally around him and they're like hey, let's just work on these motorcycles and you know and then he actually ended up selling his west coast choppers and going to Texas mm, okay. it, and I and it was one of those things where I was like wow if you're the lucky enough to be the documentary guy during that time that's kind of in, that's kind of incredible that you captured that that you you know he's talking to you, you you're there for a reason not to be a pariah you know like not to hound him about his divorce you've already been there for a half a year yeah. he's gonna keep talking to you because you're the guy he's been talking to for a year about this blacksmithing stuff so it's very cool very interesting guy is very lucky and I watched uh, Aliens again <laughs> but I had a lot of beer so I only watched half of that I just kind of fell asleep. <laughs> And no, then, no Van Damme this week? <laughs> no. Well, I had this conundrum about Van Damme, which we'll get into. Okay. Uh, then the, then the, the only other thing I watched was End of the Century, Story of the Ramones. Um, was that on Netflix? Yeah, the disc. I had oh, it okay. sent to me. I had that one, and I actually have another one for, about the Ramones coming um, at some point. The Ramones, 
I'm not. I didn't like them for a long time. Not that I hated them. I just didn't go like, oh, they're so awesome. Like everyone in the world got it except me, I guess. And I listened to some of their greatest hit stuff, and I like it. I always kind of considered them like too tame or too not stripped down because I like stripped down music. The, the the punk and stuff I listened to was much angrier. Angrier, yeah. yeah angrier. I liked. I always gravitate towards well, very those angry. Weren't angry. No, they just were. You know, and uh, now as I'm getting a little bit older, I I I can appreciate them a little bit more. So now I'm kind of like learning about them. You know, like when their stuff comes on, I'm like, yeah, it's it's good music. I still listen to like a lot of angry stuff, but um, it just they weren't my thing for a long time. So now I'm like learning a lot about them, and it's. They're an interesting group. How they stay together is is kind of beyond me. They they don't like each. They other. hate each other. They hate it. They they didn't. There's stuff that I think Johnny took away Joey's girlfriend. He yeah, wrote a song her. called the KKK, 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 KKK took my took baby away. Yeah, and and that's I mean that kind of stuff. And then they kind of um they were Johnny was obviously he's a very he's a prick. He he seems like a very cut and dry horrible person. And Joey is like this weird very. Uh, he's an oddity. I tell you though, Johnny had. A, I don't know if I, I would call him a prick. Cause I think he had a lot of big time friends. Cause I watched a documentary about mm. him, like Rob Zombie, oh yeah, Eddie yeah. Vedder, all these people. Yeah. But he was a tough guy. That's I mean he was, he a, was tough a tough guy. guy. I don't think he was a prick, but he was a tough. But guy. he was also had a lot of business acumen. Like yes. he, they controlled. There was a product that they were almost kiss-like in their control of, like, th- this is our product. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just never got over the hump and made huge bucks. They and made d- and 11, did I, did I ever know? tell you my Johnny Ramone story where I, I saw him no. at a convention? Okay, <laughs> we were in um, in uh, Orlando years ago. This is before I moved up here. And we were at a this show called, I think it was FX, where it was like a toy memorabilia thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so, all my f- man, this was one time where, like, five or six of us were there. And we're looking at posters, and all of a sudden, my friend goes, hey, that guy over there looks like a Ramon. And I look over there, and I'm going like, yeah, it looks like Johnny Ramon. I go, nah, it's probably not him. So he goes up to his girlfriend, I guess, at the time. Yeah. And he goes, um, excuse me, but is he a Ramon? She goes, oh, yeah. So it's like, oh, wow. Well, we didn't bother him or anything like that, because it was like, yeah, that's cool, you know. Yeah. But my other friends saw him, too, in a separate area. Flipped and out. They, and no, <laughs> they said the same thing. They go, hey, Jeff, isn't my friend goes, hey, isn't that John, isn't that uh, John Wayne Ramon? He goes, oh, like that looks like him, but that guy looks too old. Nah, it's probably not him or whatever. <laughs> nice. But it was him, so we all saw him, That's but nobody awesome. went up because it was like we didn't think it was him, or we was like, well, I'll bother him or whatever. But yeah, because yeah. he bought, he was a collector of old movie posters and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, in this in this documentary behind him, there was like yeah, 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 a lot so, of framed stuff, and you're like, wow. So you know, I kind I kind of I kind of dig the guy, <laughs> but it's funny because on I think on his grave, there's like a big statue of him too or whatever like that. They sculpted a statue and playing the guitar so that's kind of funny awesome. but it's funny because like all these people from Eddie Vedder to like uh, yeah. Rob Zombie to like all these weird strange people were all into the guy yeah. the Ramones were great dude the uh, Ramones were great I'm working with a guy off of Craigslist to try and buy one of those Ramon uh, Moss rights but progr- oh, really yeah. one of their one of Johnny's guitars huh? no no not his oh, just make a, a model yeah, yeah. A model of it yeah. it's uh, progress is slow though I don't know if it's going to happen you know how okay. it is alright we're going to take a quick break then when we come back we're going to do our top tens and then we're going to hurriedly go through the softcore porn movie that we watched this week <laughs> <laughs> now here's something we hope you'll really like John Wayne is McHugh and this time for the first time he's a cop Three cops are dead. Two million dollars in junk is missing. And somebody's trying to hang it on McHugh. Santiago's collecting a murder squad. McHugh's got a job. If he can't do it with the law... You're off the investigation, Lieutenant. He'll do it beyond the law. All right, bud. Come on out. We know you're in there. You've seen tough cops before, but you've never seen a cop like McHugh. McHugh is everybody's target. You've never seen John Wayne before like this. Wayne on wheels in McHugh from Warner Brothers. Rated PG. All ages. Parental guidance suggested. All right. Thank you very much, McHugh, whatever that is. What's a McHugh? That's a movie with John Wayne. Nice. You know, John Wayne was supposed to do Dirty Harry, but he turned it down. Thank God. So he became McHugh. (laughs) 
God, I, you know what? I'm just waiting for them to to ask uh, Tom Cruise to be Batman at this point. In which case, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I think he could play Batmite. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Like he's gonna he'll work he'll weasel his way in there at some point. I'll be like, oh, now I have to hate Batman. All right. Yeah, we, we should do we should do a top ten one day, but it's gonna be a tough one. Called top ten roles that other actors turned down. Oh, that's an awesome one. That's, and John Wayne turned down. That'll uh, take some uh, some that'll research. Take some research. And you know, uh, uh, Ronald Reagan turned down Casablanca, the the Humphrey Bogart. He probably would have pulled that off. Yeah, he turned it down. I mean, I think he would have pulled it off. And it didn't. But bogey, um, dude, you can't. Yeah. And uh, Harrison Ford could have been um, Kurt Russell. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. That would have been just as good. And, and, I, and you know, I don't care what anyone says. I like I like Harrison Ford. I I like yeah. the role. Dude, Kurt Russell as as Harrison Ford or as um. Han Solo would have been bad. And you know they they had three different uh, Han Solo, uh, Leia, and Luke teams. Yeah, he had them working together. That was really and and I think the the alternate uh, Han Solo was Christopher Walken. That would have been weird. I'm gonna shoot you in the head. No. Anyway. Terrible walking. Okay. Top ten. What 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 are you doing for top ten this week? We're doing top ten cliches of movie the cliches. Movies. Nice. Well, like scenes that they you know keep doing over and over again that don't make any sense and yeah you know, stuff yes. like that. Yes. Movie cliches. Go for and, it. And, and there is a disclaimer. This these are not necessarily in every movie. So don't come back and tell us. Oh well, I saw a movie that didn't have that in it. This isn't a lot of movies, but not every movie. And you know who you're talking about. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, you know who we're talking about. Who's I'm gonna come back? I'm a Who's gonna come back yeah. and tell us? Oh well, I saw this movie and that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. You got it. Okay. My cliches are, and this is a relatively new one. Yeah. Uh, black actors playing formerly white roles, like uh, uh, Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, Will Smith taking over like uh, every role, and then uh, Sam uh, uh. Sam Jackson playing Nick Fury, which was a comic book character, but still, I don't mind. That seems uh, like a Hollywood cliche these yeah. days. I don't right? mind Will Smith, but his kid has got to go. No, no, Will Smith as Jim West, I, I know from Wild Wild uh, West. He didn't grow up with that show. No, That's no. a big no. Well, Will Smith has got to stop. He's got to stop shoehorning his kids into these movies because Jaden Smith is no Will Smith. Okay. But moving who on. is? Yeah, moving on. Go ahead. Oh, here's one that I actually found online. It's a pretty funny one. Uh, right before the uh, evil villain's gonna kill the our super our great hero, he says he is always. I must explain my plan before I kill you. Yeah. That's always been one of my favorites or whatever. The, you yeah. Know? And James Bond movies specifically. Oh yeah. Doctor yeah. No and all these. You got five minutes of talking before this guy gets killed. Yeah. Guaranteed. You know? Yeah. And here's one in a lot of horror movies that it's kind of like a. It's kind of like a cheap, but it always works. It's like when it's a quiet scene and they're in the haunted house or whatever. There's always the cat jumping out to oh, scare yeah. you or whatever. You, so know? you know, one of the ter- one of the predators actually had a a penguin jump scare, <laughs> or a puffin, whatever the hell. I don't know the difference <laughs> between them. But one of those tuxedo birds kind of jumped out yeah. while they were like going around. It was great. Uh, here's another one. <laughs> Alien versus Predator. That was the one. In uh, in a lot of movies, uh, women. Go to bed wearing makeup, and then, and then they wake up and the makeup and the hair is perfect. That happens all the time to me <laughs> when I go to sleep in makeup. And and of course the ever popular bad guy kills his henchman for failing. Ah uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know it's like pretty soon you're gonna run out of henchmen or whatever. Yeah. You know? <laughs> nice. Uh, here's another one of my favorites uh, in the in like a caveman movie or movies. The women always have shaved legs and no hairy armpits. Yes. Like in 10 million BC and uh-huh. all that stuff. Yeah, you know, they right. just look beautiful, you know. And there's always the woman falling down when she's running in every movie. When she's running away from the villain, she has to fall down. Of course, whenever you're running from somebody and you got to get in a car, uh, that's not your car, the key. There's no key, but the car always starts. One of my all-time favorites. And then the, the 22 pistol that shoots like... 20 rounds of bullets. Oh, know. yeah, yeah. That's on my list, too. <laughs> the, the unlimited ammo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. When when any person in a movie has a nightmare, they just don't go, like, wake up and go, oh, wow, that was weird. They have to bolt upright, you and know, scream, into the camera, go, oh, screaming or whatever. Oh, my God. And sweat. Yeah, I mean, I guess that could happen sometimes, but, you know. No, never. Uh, there's a Star Trek one that I've seen a lot. Um, usually when there's a scene when the crew goes out, uh, some of the members who wear red uh, red shirt red shirts they usually get um, there's always one that yeah. you don't know who he is it's like you know <laughs> yeah. red shirt's dead that's the way it is and of course the, the every time a car falls down like a hill of course it has to explode that's on, that's on mine too 
And of course, anytime a shot is fired into the back of the car, the car has to explode as well. Yeah. <laughs> and the ever popular product placement, you know, with the Coca-Cola bottle here and the Coca-Cola <laughs> oh, and every yeah. and every freaking movie. Uh, let's see if I got any. There was a weird here. one in Terminator Two or Three, where that this truck jackknife, and for some reason it was like a drug company. Like, oh, you know, whatever. And it was a very specific one. I'm like, um, what? Like, <laughs> it was it was the oddest product placement I've ever seen, you know. Oh, yeah, and then there's the... And then in a mystery movie, it's always the least threatening character who's the guilty one in the mystery movie, you know. Definitely. It's always the red herring or whatever. Or not the red herring, but it's usually the least one. You, yeah, well, obviously they have to do Nobody that expects the Spanish Inquisition. Inquisition. Yeah, and uh, I guess that's it. That's well, it? They, well, well, okay, here's one, but uh, I don't know. Sometimes... In, in movies, like in some of the sex scenes, after like some intense lovemaking, the women always have to put the sheets over their body, you know. Because, yes. Uh, that just you can't see that stuff. Exactly. I'll, here's one that didn't make my list, but I'm going to say it anyway. In uh, karate movies, there's always a lot of dust on feet when yeah. they kick. The, the, the kick and punches have... Oh, and I forgot one. When, when in, the, in movies, when there's a big fight scene, how many times do you see a fight scene that goes on so long that you figure somebody must have been dead before this happens, yeah. and they just get back up and... Exactly. Well, here's my... some of those punches? Will, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, hey, let me tell you something else. All right, let's hear it. Here's my top ten list. Uh, the, uh, uh, this is a repeat. Cars always explode when they get sh- when they get shot or go off of a cliff. John Woo always has slow motion doves during an ultra violent scene. <laughs> always. I wonder if he has like doves at his house. Like if he, you know, if he's making something and the, it catches on fire, he like releases doves and he runs over and puts out his flaming dinner. I don't think so. In low budget cheesy action films, there will always be at least uh, there will always be that song, "Let the Bodies Hit the Floor." So oh, uh, yeah. you know, like that body. Always. That's 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 in there somewhere. Gangs are always made up of at least one white, one Hispanic, one black, and one Asian. Always. Uh, all races are equally yeah. represented there. Soon there'll be one Middle Eastern as well, I'm sure. Unless they're the bad guy. Uh, lower budget In lower budget, the movie... Uh, in lower budget movies, there's always unlimited ammo, endless shooting guns. Uh, unless, the, unless it's at the dramatic scene, then both guns are empty. Yeah, right. You know? right but yeah. before that, they shot 100 things. In a horror movie, the car will never start. Yes. Uh, henchmen die quickly, easily, and uh, the hero, it takes multiple shots, and he always gets a dying speech if he's, yeah. you know, going <laughs> to yeah, die. Right, right, yeah. um, if there's an ex-lover, they are they still have feelings for each other, but something's keeping them apart, you know? <laughs> right. Like, they're always, love is always on the horizon for exes. And I don't think that's the way exes work. Usually it's a very bitter, horrible <laughs> You thing. got that right. All uh, right. Uh, if there's a car chase, there is usually the obligatory fruit cart somewhere near. Uh, in movies, you can jump through windows and not sever major arteries. That's like, right. You can just kind of go right through glass and. Uh, no problem. If, have you ever had like one little shard of glass? It ends your day. Yeah. Until you get it out because uh-huh. it hurts so bad, and you can just. Uh, okay, the hero always always gets the girl, and my top ten peeve. Uh, cliche in the entire universe is in American movies, the hero always lives. He never gives his life for the cause. He never dies. A lot of times. Yeah, exactly. And the three or four times it has happened, everyone remembers it, like Bruce Willis on the asteroid or Easy Rider when the two guys get blasted. That's because it happens so rarely in America. If you're watching Japanese movies, the hero could get killed within the first ten minutes, and they're just gonna flashback why he was a hero. Like th- there is no like we are very formulaic in our rules. Uh, so that's our top and ten. And what we should be. Yeah. I if you know. got any more out there, send them to us. Yes. Through mind. Through mind. Mind over matter. Yeah. No t- telepathy. Yes. Just telepathically send it to us. Yes. And or hey, you could just go to our Facebook page and join. Or but, you could just tell it to our face. Just join Facebook. I'm not really a. Uh, face t- I'm not really a face-to-face You're guy. You're not a face-to-face guy. Okay. I'm a Facebook-to-Facebook kind of guy. Cool. I'm you not want to have the internets to like... Uh, wow. The S makes it cool. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to hit up our movie du jour. Can't movie du. Can you wait? Can You can't wait, can you? Don't fast-forward to the to the trailer, because it's, it's going to be awesome. Dirt. Freeze. That's ginger. I thought you were cool. I checked you out. And that's Ginger. 
Ginger scores twice in the double hit show, Ginger plus the abductors. First, she blasts the fixers and the blackmailers in Ginger. Then she rips a girl-selling syndicate wide open in the abductors. Ginger, her weapon is her body, and she puts it on the line. Rex knows you're in. That's not a man alive. She can't take on, put down, or slice up. Ginger scores twice. See Sherry Caparo as the female James Bond in the Dereo production, Ginger plus the abductors in color. From Joseph Brenner Associates, rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parents. All right, thank you very much to Ginger, the abductors. Those are pretty uh, sleazy movies, those yeah. ginger movies. Hey, oh, yeah. speaking of sleazy, sleazy yeah. movies, what did we do this week? We watched one, didn't we? Yes, we did. <laughs> All right, yeah. Long. Let me let me t- uh, let me do the lead up to it. Lead, you go right we were, ahead. We were pouring over the list of obviously porn over the list. No, no, yeah, we were porn over the list for a while, and uh, <laughs> we were like, wow, this is so. You know, we, we, let's do. And then Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown said, hey, let's do Salem's Lot, and I was like, sure, why not? And he came in with a with a disc and he said this Wait. it just says vampires on it and I was like well that's odd usually he writes the name but whatever I assumed he just yeah 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 it just was too like writing Salem's lot was just too long it was too, just, I, I don't know how to spell it and then and then then it turns out it wasn't that now why wasn't it that like it was a different movie completely because the damn Salem's lot I thought I was getting the hundred and twelve minute version this is the three hour version of it and we ain't watching a three hour movie again oh my god week. a three hour tv movie let TV alone movie, like yeah. so it's you're not getting one. you're not getting any goods for anything though no. Un- until i find the hour and 45 minute version we're not gonna do it so <laughs> let's just skip that one i like oh, no it's a good one we should do it but not right now yeah not right now i was like three hours nay we have more dirty movies to watch so what did you get what did you find for us this week oh the one and only from 1974 you know it you love it you can't live without it vampires that's right. spelled with a y to make spelled it with a y to make it cool to make it cool uh, yes. yes vampires and i said huh that's odd until the very first scene when and no, at first you said what's it about yeah i was like oh, i wonder are they sparkly are they <laughs> well you know there's so many different vampires you know what 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 could this be about it's about uh, vampires. Na- very naked lesbian vampires. That's that's the they're almost like goth chicks yeah let, let me let me uh, let me sum this up vampires is Two naked women doing very dirty things for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, it. dirty and, and, and bloody, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but because uh, they are vampires, even though they seem to be running around during the day and they don't use crosses on them and yeah. they don't sleep in coffins or anything. Hey, do you know what? There's actually zero vampire super superpowers in this movie. They're literally yeah. just, they're they're just two crazy ladies. This is just two crazy, like, lesbian women. Even though... Nymphomaniacs, there's nothing vampire about them. They just drink blood. And be, even though, at the yeah. beginning of the movie, you see them getting killed. Then at the end of the movie, you see them getting killed. No, you don't. Oh, that's right. Oh, the copy you gave me, it loops. It loops? Yeah, and the, the copy you gave me, it goes right into a second one, so it's on there twice. Oh, oh, oh. So, oh. like, because after, after the credits rolled, then the shooting scene came up again. I was like, huh. Oh, no, oh, oh. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> All right. So, that was a nice bookend, too. I was like, hey, this is just the movie a second time. Yeah, no, no. It, it ends with them running away. Well, we no, no, gonna, yeah. we're not going to get that. We'll get to that part eventually. So, um, it's low budget, but good. But well made. It's well shot. It's very, nice castle. Very well shot. Photography's um, nice. This is one of those movies where there's going to be about four people in it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, two of which are naked most of the time and very attractive. Sure. Um, it's very. It's just a. It's a, it's a really. It, there were they weren't very vampire-y. That's the only thing. That's my only sticking point. Is like there was nothing about these women that were anything other than they were just crazy goth chicks who drank blood. Like there was no. Which makes it kind of weirder because it's f- possible. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, exactly. This is just they were like you know, murderers, basically, <laughs> that drank blood. And yeah. I'm sure there's like some freaks out there now, and I mean freaks in the nicest way possible. That you know, think about doing stuff like that. So you know, yeah. it's kind of like a. But they did. But they did sleep underground in the cellar, and they, even though they they weren't. Yeah, it's just. They acted like vampires, but they weren't vampires. But yeah. they do get killed in, in the beginning, and they're alive throughout the whole movie, so you wonder what they really are, and it's not explained in the movie. No, nothing's really explained in the movie. No, except 
you know what what plot there is. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's thinly it's a thinly veiled excuse to look at naked women. But a well well shot, yeah. well made, you know, shot like it was the basically the I think the main expense of this movie was renting the castle. Probably, you know, it was a nice castle, very atmospheric. It very starts out shot. with these these two girls are like they're doing their shtick. They're, they're, hi- they're hitchhiking. Their shtick is they hitchhike. And there, and of course, somebody always stops because they're very. Pretty. Yeah, that's funny because that road is a single man road, I guess. Because <laughs> everybody that goes down that road is a single dude by yeah. himself. Yeah, sure, you know, and, and and nobody in this movie has anywhere to go. They can like such as life I, in I England. Was, I was thinking of this. I was like, you know, if I would stop, which I wouldn't. If I would stop, I'd be like, okay, well, here's your castle. Get out. I'm going somewhere. I'm in my car going somewhere. Like I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, I can come in for a drink. I, I'd be like, yeah, but I, I got places to go, lady. I yeah, can't be like, th- these know. are two hot girls and they're hitchhiking and they're like in the car. You know, I don't know, man. They would have probably been like, well, that didn't work out for us because I would have been like, well, get out. I gotta go, and I would just thrown a donut but, in their but castle. But it seemed like, yeah, 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 split. Yeah. They'd be like, huh. Yeah. Well, time to go back out. And, to and the it road. seemed like in a couple of scenes, it wasn't just like hitchhiking. They were like running out into the middle of the car and going like. Hey, give us a ride. Yeah, well, know? they just got like, back from me dropping them off, and I, yeah. they couldn't get their blood. They were like, oh, yeah. damn it. Now they had to run back out to get somebody. Yeah, yeah. It looks like yeah. sometimes maybe they failed a little bit. They were a little hungry. <laughs> so, uh, so we're introduced. The, the two girls are there, but, but like kind of the, to for to help the, the plot out. Fran and Miriam. Yeah. Oh, Fran and Miriam. That's their names. Like, we're introduced to this couple, this young couple that's off on holiday. They're just... They're, they have a camper behind them. Yeah. And the lady sees the... the, the the main one, Fran, and then Miriam is like hiding behind a tree. So her whole thing is like, "Oh, why is that lady behind the tree?" And I'm like, "Who cares?" But whatever. So they're well, just. Well, it did off. look weird that one of them is pulling the cars down, the other one's sitting there like a, like a, a hiding a, like a, a rat looking behind the tree with like, you know, you're going. She's like, like, "I'm a wood nymph." Yeah, or something. No? Except no. I'm goth. I'm all goth out. <laughs> goth out wood nymph. So that so you're introduced to the main characters. You know, you have this couple, very inquisitive. The wife very inquisitive. The dude could give a shit. Oh, and then the guy um, who checks into the hotel, Ted, the 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 main the boy. Well, you know, they got, he didn't get killed. He turned it. She liked him. The yeah. Fran liked him for whatever reason. Why was he there? Like why he was he, on some business thing. Because remember, he walked in there and yeah. he walked into the hotel and the guy said, "Haven't I seen you before?" An old guy. He goes, "No." And he was like, oh, okay. So he was doing some business. He looked like he had a briefcase and all yeah. that stuff. And, and then, then he, he, this is very 70s businessman, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Long then, but then he says, when, like, he picks up, he's driving along on this road, and he picks up Fran, and he's like, I, why do I recognize you? And I'm like, okay, is this going to be one of those weird things where they've done it before? Yeah, they didn't explain that. They didn't yeah. explain any of it. No. It, it was just like, it was throwaway lines that seemed like there was deeper meaning, and I'm all, like, analyzing it. And I, I was almost thinking that, well, I'll tell you what at the end, but I was almost yeah. thinking that that was what tied in with the first scene, but it right it isn't no, <laughs> not at all. Like and so then he takes her to this to this gigantic castle, and this is this is where it starts. This is where I was like, man, how are you just gonna disappear for three? My time is accounted for every minute of my life. This guy just disappears for three days or four days because well, like, he was getting some like. Well, yeah, I'm not. I'm not faulting him for it. I'm just saying that's not possible in today's world. Like, no, but in England it is. See, <laughs> is it England? It's oh, England. Yeah, yeah. I'm I gotta move to England where you can just, yeah. disa- just disappear. Just disappear for days. Who cares? Whatever. Meet some girl on the road and you pip, know, pip, I'm off. I yeah, might be back cheerio, next month. Whatever. And all that. Yeah, sure, no problem. You know. Right. So yeah, he disappeared. They go to the castle, and of course, you know, they get along real well. Let's just put it that way. You know, they have. They have like some some heavy duty wine cellar down there. Oh, and dude, like this this scene, well, the whole movie actually was some of the oddest, grossest kissing I've ever seen. Yeah, she didn't look like she was. Oh no, there was a lot of there was a lot of like sloppy tongue sloppy action. tongue kissing, but it was done wrong. Yeah. Like it was like it's like you're watching two people for their try to do their first kiss and they're like yeah. twelve or something and they just yeah you're yeah, like that's yeah. not how that works. I'm I don't know. I, it was very gross and weird. <laughs> it added to the weirdness of the movie. It did, because then I was like, well, maybe this guy's just broken and he just doesn't know how to kiss. But then that's how the two girls kissed it later, and then that's how they kissed that one guy that they dispatched up really quickly. Well, that's how they do it in England, dude. I, it's, it's, it's every, the answer to there. everything is England, yeah, I guess. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's not here. It's done over there. Wow. Now, it, it was only, over it's, there. It's a British movie. It's a British movie directed by a Spanish director who was formerly a comic book artist. So this is pretty like a makes perfect it, it, sense. It makes sense. It yeah, makes okay. all the sense in the world. All right, great. Well, yay for that. So yeah, uh, so they so, yeah. uh, so they you know have a 
you know. Oh yeah, they, yeah, fun. They're, they're drinking and drinking. The, the answer to everything in this movie is booze. It's booze, yeah. You know, because later he goes out, he's severely cut, and they're like, "Oh, well, here, here's some scotch." That's yeah, the, when he's the campers, when he that's goes what, down that's the what he gives someone yeah. who's bleeding profusely. Give them some alcohol. That'll nice and you know thin their blood out real good, so they'll bleed out quicker. Yeah, right. You know, yeah, yeah. and it's just like, and there was just wine and wine and wine. And w- would you drink? This is another thing. They gave him coffee too, I think. And yeah, wine. wine. Yeah. yeah, they probably dumped some liquor in it, you know. Yeah. But they're there with this like this weird decanter thing that they dispense the wine in, you know, because sure. they have the metal goblets and this thing. And I'm like, I would, I wouldn't drink. <sighs> like, wouldn't you drink? I would drink out of a bottle of wine. I wouldn't drink out of something where, <laughs> where like it looks you know, like they're well, pouring it's it out. Gothic. Like, you gotta be gothic uh, about it. I guess know? I'm just an uptight square, Daddy O. You know, <laughs> get help, cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll try that. Get goth, have cat. Uh, yeah, right. So anyway, so like, uh, dude goes into the to the camper. Those people, they gave him some stuff, and you know, they they tend to his, his humongous wound that he's got on his arm. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he sleeps with that chick, and he wakes up with this gigantic gash in his arm, and, and he's like, like oh, yeah, I wonder awesome. if I got the woods cut me or some glass. I think you would know <laughs> if you got cut that bad on your arm. <laughs> I don't know. I've been drunk enough to cut myself like that and wake up. Oh, you know, okay. Well, bleeding. take it back. But but. Yeah, and so there's an ominously there's this knife on the shelf that everyone keeps looking at, and uh, but he wakes up and then there's like a broken glass, so he's like, oh maybe I just cut my arm on this. How you would do that, I don't even know. Yeah. And that's like a, where a major artery is, so he would have probably bled out to death. Oh sure, no doubt. But whatever, you know. So so they then he's like, oh where's this lady? And the lady's just gone. And he's like, okay whatever. So he goes out, he stumbles to the campers like you were saying, and then yeah, gets, they help him out. They help him. He's like they okay. revive him. But I think dude goes back in the castle. He just drives right to the castle again. And he's like looking like. for Fran because he needs some Fran, you know. He's well, bad. W- Who doesn't? Yeah, though? don't we all? Don't like, we all? Yeah. Man, that she was. She was. She yeah. Was, yeah. Marianne, she was nude a lot. Marianne Morse is, is her name, and she only did a few other movies. Neither one of the two actresses, Anolka, was the blonde, and Marianne mm-hmm. Morse was the redhead. They didn't do that many movies. They did a few sexploitation movies oh, okay. in the they in the seventies, yeah. and then they and then I think Marianne Morse got out of it because all she was, after that she did a few movies, but all she was offered was porn, and she said no. And the other yeah. one, she did a Playboy uh, uh, spread in the seventies, and then she did a few. She was in Listomania with uh, Ken Russell movie with a uh, Roger Daltrey, but. I don't think she did much more after this. So this is like their big kind of yeah. like movie. You could tell they were very. They're both very attractive. They're oh yeah, be- you know they're beautiful, beautiful women yeah. and uh, two and different types of women too. One a little blonde kind of, and the other shorter. one's like a bigger, you know, taller, yeah. you know, redhead or whatever. But they're they're very good in their. Yeah, in neither their were roles. Di- neither were hard to look at. I'll put it that way. Uh no. So then he goes no. back and and he's like oh whatever he doesn't even say oh how'd I cut my arm he just they just start drinking again and and then and, and then, then then she shows up with another guy yeah it so, becomes like an orgy th- you think orgy time or yeah. whatever and it isn't like so it turns out because they, they dispatch that they, they get him drunk and he falls down after some sex and goes to sleep then they kill this other guy. But that was a rough scene when the guys all like they cut him up and they blow yeah, him they're, up yeah they were cutting him and, and that's where you, that's when I first noticed I was like wait they don't even have teeth they yeah, don't no, even know. They just they lick don't the even blood. have like fangs. They're just stabbing dudes and licking the blood lick, off. And so they're licking the body and the blood. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like a weird little mishmash of eroticism and yeah. disgustingness. And that too. guy was very pornish. He looked like he yeah. did. He did some porn in his life. I don't know. Uh, but, so guy, then they then they, then they you know so then you start to realize oh she's keeping him alive because she likes him. Like yeah, she, Ted, Ted is the guy. Yeah, because they're just killing all the other ones off. They don't care about them. They just and, use them for food. And, 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 and the blonde girl actually says, "Why don't we kill him?" And she's not yet, not yet. So she actually yeah. likes Ted. Yeah. And um, so we're gonna fast forward a little bit. So you know, so this keep this they just keep keeps bringing. Going. They keep getting guys. Yeah. And did, oh, did you see when that one guy was in the wine cellar? Did you see in the background the the business suit skeletons? I saw like a skeleton there. There was yeah. two of them. But yeah. they don't even like they don't leave the camera lingering. No, on it. no, I did see them. Yeah, but it was kind of one there of those was, subtle things. There was one in the back, very dusty, with a tie. Yeah. A skeleton. But there was one also sideways on the wall. He didn't see those, and they don't make any mention of it. And it was very cool. Yeah, actually, it is. That is really cool. On a low budget stuff, they usually would either say, "Oh, look, a skeleton." <laughs> yeah, the a, camera just goes ta da. Three sixty pan. Oh. They, they let it just be ambiance, and they let people that discovered that discover it. it was, I did see it. It's yeah. really cool because I was like, "Wow!" And I actually rounded a little bit, and yeah, you know, that was they, subtle. Yeah, it's cool. So, and then, well, eventually, then they, you know, they 
They kill another guy, and then then the the, the they kill a few other. The guys. curious camper comes in. Yeah, yeah. And then she says something like, "Oh, I knew you'd find me because of this mark." And yeah, they, that's right. Before she comes in, they the the Fran goes to her or something about. So it's like there's some weird connection between them or something. But what, they don't, don't they don't they don't let allude to that either. Like no, no, not at all. You just kind of, at that point you're kind of scratching your head like, well, what the hell is this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Oh, you know what was really cool when they were these two girls were wearing these very um, goth. Uh, cloaks like the, like the like the hooded uh, capes or whatever cloaks I guess they're called. They would go across this w- the cemetery and then through this woods. I swear it looks just like the first cover of Black Sabbath. Yeah, you're right. I know exactly like, what you mean. The exact. She looks like the witch of like Black Sabbath. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, wow, you know, and it was really from cool. the first album. Yeah, from the, the first, first Black album, Sabbath yeah. album. And I, I, cause I was like, is that this? Did they use that shot? Well, this was 74, so the guy must have seen it. He yeah. was a comic book artist and photographer. I bet you he referenced it or whatever. Just because just if you're there and you kind of put two and two together, you might say, hey, let's maybe do a Black Sabbath shot or whatever. Yeah, you know? uh, it, it was very, you know. So that was pretty cool. So, yeah, the, the one of the camper, the camper lady goes in there. Goes into the house. Snooping yeah. around for whatever reason. I, like I, the, I, I actually really like that guy's reaction. Her boyfriend comes in, her husband or whatever he is, and... It it was actually a realistic one. He's like, "What the hell are you, you doing? doing? <laughs> Get the hell out of here!" Like yeah. that's exactly how I would react to that situation. I was like, "I'm really on board with this guy," because I literally would have been like, "Dude." Get out of here! What are you doing? <laughs> this is breaking and entering. This is not. <laughs> cops are coming now. Like, just get out of here. And, and the you thing know? is, too, if you see, if she suspects all these shenanigans, get the hell out of that place. Go find another camping hole or whatever. Yeah, and know? they totally did the librarian, the hot librarian trick on us, because oh, yeah. because this lady looks very like common, not common, plain. like just plain Jane. And then and then you start seeing somebody getting naked, and you're like, oh, here, we, well, you know, I'm interested now, and it's her. Yeah. And she's curvaceously like delicious, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, and you're yeah. like, wow. Yeah, you know, they got, they got nice, nice women in this. This is, this was like one of those sex scenes. I was just, but you're just like, whoa. And then the vampire ladies kill that guy, that her her boyfriend. So it's just that you know, it's just that lady, and then they kill her too. Well, no, no. What happens is that they go, they the her boyfriend goes out. And then as he's getting into the car, the vampire women kill him. They cut his throat in the car. Yeah, and they're drinking his blood the same and way. And then she comes out and to see what's going on, and they grab her, and they drag her back into the house. Yeah. And then then they kill her, too, after she's screaming or yeah, whatever. Right. But they yeah. rip her top off, so, you know, they have to do that before they kill her. I mean, you know, it was just it was weird. So, basically, everybody's dead except Ted. Ted's in the... Ted's in the room there, like I don't know how he survived with all the blood blood drain out of him and no food, but yeah, I know he does his best to get the hell out of there. Yeah, and, and then and then the weird thing about the ending was okay, so he gets out of there, he gets in his car and he passes out, and then the next morning he wakes up and some real estate guys showing the castle. Like, hey, get out of here, yeah. To the and then all of a sudden in in the, another scene, the girls are running out of the castle or something, or they're going, we got to get back, or we got to. I don't know. If, I don't remember if they're running back or they're going away from the castle or they're coming back. But they're basically running somewhere. And they go, we can't kill him. We got to go back. We got to go back or whatever. Oh, right. Yeah, they wanted to. They ran out of time. This so was, basically, they're running back into the castle yeah, because but they ran now out of time it was light. It was going to get dark or whatever. I think they were implying that it was dark out when they were doing the doing the hitchhiking stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it was. It wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, they didn't even blue. It, but it might, it might have been like close to dark or blue but, filter. They didn't even yeah. blue filter it. It was just obviously light, but. And then that's where the that's where the ending the twist ending comes in. Now this is a spoiler if you want to save it. The 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 guy says, "Hey, get out of here," you know. And then he he, so the guy starts his car, but he doesn't leave right away. The 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 Ted, the guy who's been the, the sex toy, yeah, and lunch meal, whatever happy meal. He's the happy meal for them. Uh, and the the realtor is explaining to the two people that he's looking that that oh you know no this is like weird because yeah that's right two the, girls got two something. girls got killed. So what happens is you go oh the first scene scene when they got shot yeah, they yeah. weren't vampires, now they're like ghosts. Vampire vampires. So they're running back to the castle before it got dark, and then these old people are gonna buy it. Right. Yeah. So, so basically, wah, wah, wah. you were seeing yeah. like years ago when somebody shot them, 
which they don't ever reveal who shot them. Yeah, right. So that's who the two murdered girls were found there, and these are the ghosts of the two murdered girls that just they're ghost vampires. Yeah, ghost vampires. None of that is explained in any, whatever, whatever it does. Good movie. Well yeah. done for the low budget. Well oh, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Everything yeah. was real nice about it. The story was okay. You know, it's passable. Yeah. Deal, you know, so what are you going to give it? Oh, this is a real, this is a, a, a now Val favorite. This one gets like a, I'll give it like an 8.5. That's exactly where I'm at too. I yeah. was going to say 8.5. Just And quickly, I got to tell you the funny story about this movie. I'll do it real quick. I was All at right. a video store years ago. And they had this movie for sale. So before I buy the video, I want to see if it's in good quality. So I tell the guy at the store, hey, could you put this on for a second? I want to see, make sure that there's no tape damage at the beginning. I put it in, of course, the first scene is the two girls naked in bed. Making Bang. Out. Boom. And I go, oh, okay, it looks fine, it looks fine. You can take it out. And the guy goes, yeah, okay, thanks a lot. And all the, right in the middle of all the, the 12-year-old boys are applauding you, throwing confetti. Yeah, for, yeah, you know. yeah, exactly. Nice. So run out and see Vampires, spelled with a Y. You can and, get it on uh, DVD. Yeah, it's all good. And until next week, we'll see you. I'm Mal. With me, as always, Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown. Vampires! Boobage. <laughs>